You're listening to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. You've read the stories of the drivers and others involved in the sport that we all love. Now hear their stories firsthand via our all-new podcast to find out how their passion for motorsports has made life worth living. What what was his fit about? What was Brady's fit about? We were losing, and we just kept giving away touchdowns. Like, just leaving holes in the defense. That's what the Patriots do. That was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the last year or so. Welcome <laughs> back to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. We're not Chris, even talking racing, we're talking football. Talking football. <laughs> I mean, all right, so Ellen is a huge Patriots fan. If you've listened to any of the podcasts. They you, know that. Yeah, yeah, you, you know that. I'm a huge Bears fan. My Bears got to win. Yeah, they actually won the other night, and we lost. What is up with that? I mean, if Black Hole opened up somewhere, <laughs> we're going to fall through. I'm going to blame it on uh, Hurricane. Yeah. Okay. Hurricane yeah. Florida. Yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. Flo, Flo messed everything. Yeah. Up. She did. She so. floated all around. Speaking of, welcome back to Studio East or Southeast, as we like to call it. That's right. Uh, I want to thank our recent guest, two-wheeled off-road GNCC motorcycle driver Garrett Robertson, for taking some time to tell us his motorsport story. Nineteen years old. This kid. Um, it's funny because I, I met him. Lives here in North Carolina. Was excited to hear about him and his career. I really can't wait to talk to him again in a few years. Mainly because I hope he gets a good PR person that tells him how to freaking respond with personality. Love the kid. Garrett, love you. Brother, cut your chops. Yeah, he needs a little bit of media training, but he was a sweet kid. And I mean, you got to learn somewhere, so we'll let you learn through us. It's all good. I'm just going to say he was nervous. Oh, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) The greatness that he was talking to. I don't know about greatness. Um, I don't think anybody's found us greatness yet. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much bottom of the barrel. But it's a good barrel. It's a bourbon barrel. That's right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I bet he could have handled the race in, in the woods during all that rain that Hurricane Florence just bought us right here in North Carolina. You know, I kept thinking about him during Hurricane Florence, thinking, you know what? I bet this kid would race in West Virginia in the middle of all this pouring down rain. <laughs> Absolutely. He'd have been out there on the coast. Yeah. He'd Racing been, on the beach instead. Sandbags? Or you think those are sandbags? Watch this. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who's affected by Hurricane Florence. Uh, we we make fun of a lot of things. We make light of a lot of things because we want to entertain. Well, it helps us to kind of get through those difficult situations, too. And we definitely, our hearts and prayers go out to uh, the tracks that were affected as well. There were two local tracks that were affected, one in North mm-hmm. Carolina, one in South Carolina. Um, and our hearts go out to them and our thoughts go out to them. Hopefully, uh, you know, they'll get a lot of the cleanup done. Uh, you know, Fayetteville was the biggest hit track, unfortunately, out of the two. Yeah. And Myrtle Beach Speedway, they're stepping it up and helping, you know, helping their neighbors instead of, yeah. you know, going through with all these racing events, canceling their NASCAR events. They're going through and helping their neighbors. It's nice to see not only the other tracks helping out, but it's yeah. nice to see the corporations that sponsor yes. also helping out. I've seen a lot of that lately. You know, Walmart's obviously yes. stepped up huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Target. Uh, and, you know, all of the first responders, all of the folks that are with everything from Salvation Army to National Guard to, you know, police, fire, rescue, you really don't know how much we appreciate and respect everything that you do. A lot of them don't get the love That's that right. they deserve, but they should, and they're doing yeoman's work down there, and our hat's off to you. Yeah, Definitely. We had a lot of people that were probably out of school, that kind of thing in our area. We are in North Carolina, for those who didn't know. And, of course, we we were on the, North tropical, that's right, we were on the tropical storm side of things, so we didn't have yeah. to deal with as much hurricane wind, that kind of thing. Don't I had a tree wrong. on my house. 
Did you really? I had a tree fall on my house. Oh, was I it did. tidy? <laughs> and, and, well, I was don't it know. Was a limb and not really a tree? And, and let me tell you why I was scared because it scared the daylights out of my kids. So oh, in no. the middle of the night, Sunday night into Monday, I'm up there on the roof trying to get this giant tree trunk off. Oh, my gosh. It's shaking like a leaf, screaming mm. like a schoolgirl. Thank goodness <laughs> the wind was blowing. My neighbors didn't hear me. That would have made for a really good YouTube video. But uh, And then the insurance adjuster's like, yeah, no, nah, not enough damage to do anything. you got to replace them shingles yourself. Oh, no. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry but, to hear that. All we got was rain. And, of course, everything sold out at our grocery stores. Right. No water. <laughs> no water, no milk, no bread. What are you going to do with and all that milk and bread? If, I don't know. <laughs> if, the, if the power goes out, what in the Sam Hill are you going to do with all that milk and bread? It's going to go bad. And all that beer, I can't tell you. I now, the beer, the I can't. Before, I saw people just buying cases. It was like, well... Your power goes out. I hope it stays cold. <laughs> the beer, I can understand. I can help. I can make a beer stay cold. <laughs> it's just, speaking of. He's drinking his beer right wh- now. Why don't you ever partake in the imbibement of these juices? I, well, I do when I get home. <laughs> I'm just saying, you can have one. I gotta drive one. 45 minutes home, so. Yeah, what a, okay, no, I'm not going to say I'm gonna, You know what, because you're right. Somebody might be like, no, that's wrong. But you know the comment I was going to make. <laughs> no, we do not endorse drinking and driving not on the show. Not one bit. Not a bit. Not one bit. Absolutely not. But when you get home, Enjoy. hey, Partake. it's, it's just 5 uh-huh. o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> so, I mean, plus, I mean, you know as many tracks as we've been on. I'm I'm a I'm a bad beer connoisseur. <laughs> boy. If it says Iron City or PBR, I have it somewhere in my house. That's right. Somewhere. <laughs> and nothing wrong with PBR if you want to sponsor the show. You can contact Ellen. If you have a beer that's better than that, you know, the people that make all those beers with the tight jeans, the beards, the freaking beanies, and the 900 tattoos. If you make those beers. That's right. We want to hear from you. I'll, I'll, I'll drink it. I'll try it. Oh, yeah. I'm willing to try just about any kind of beer. So. Just don't ask me for my opinion afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I do like a homebrew. I'll say that. But, Same here. Um, please don't put a ton of fruit juice in it. Thank you. Fruit don't belong in beer. No. It really doesn't. Don't I'm sorry. <clears throat> Mm. I'm not a grapefruit with beer fan. I apologize for those who are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, while our part of the country is on the mend, mm-hmm. uh, the Midwest is actually doing really well. And I'm excited about tonight's guest, uh, Sherry Solis. Yes. Tell me a little bit about Sherry. She's been around, but it was difficult to find a lot about her. Yeah. Uh, Sherry is an up-and-coming land speed racer who recently went to the Bonneville Salt Flats. Oh. And I'm a huge fan of land speed racing. Everybody that's listening to this show probably knows that I'm a big fan of drag racing. So mm-hmm. this is kind of drag racing on steroids. So, of course, I love speed. So You can't get faster than land speed. No. You really can't. And granted, she is land speed on two-wheel, um, which may not be as fast. But for our two-wheel fans, this woman will be a great listen. She has... Wait a minute, do you mean moto or motorcross? Oh, I don't even want to get started on that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people just can't pick up on accents sometimes. Yeah, I do have a bad southern accent, so if you all don't understand me, I apologize. I did grow up in the south. I don't know how to hide it. You (laughs) think? No. I thought you came from Boston with that sound. God. Her her favorite snack is RC Cola and a moon pie. Where do you think she came from? It's got nine vowels in it. Of course, it's in the south. I'm the only Southern girl who doesn't like Bojangles, though. What is up with that? <laughs> I still cannot. You know what? One day Bojangles is going to come to us and be like, hey, we want to sponsor the podcast. But they're going to kick me off. And they're going to be like, you know, we're on like 19 different vehicles in all <laughs> forms of racing. They are. And you guys don't like our chicken and biscuits. You do. It's not me. I, it's, I had it yesterday. Me. It's just me. I even had the Cajun Pintos yesterday. 
They are delicious. By the way, Bojangles, um, thank you. You can reach us by, well, actually, I have federal law. I can't give out my phone number anymore, but uh, Ellen's is pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Chris swears that my, my phone number is on every bathroom stall from North Carolina to South Carolina. And it, and it, and it says, for a good time, order Bojangles and send to and then her phone number. So, But, no, I'm excited to talk about Sherry. Uh, we haven't really had anybody land speed on the show before, so this will be exciting. Yes, this will be. Um, I actually, for those who have fo- followed Behind the Wheel before it became a podcast, I have done a feature story on a land speed racer, actually another two-wheel land mm-hmm. speed racer in the past. So be sure to look her up because she has a bike that's almost like the drag bikes you see on you know, NHRA yeah. and land speed. So she's done some incredible records. So look up Valerie Thompson on our site. You know what? She is a spokesperson for... Um, oh, one Bojangles? Of the... <laughs> no. No, no, no. We know it's not Bojangles. No, she's a spokesperson for, uh, I think it's one of the fuel companies. Yes, yeah, Sunoco. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Yes. All right. Because I, I saw that, and I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I was staring at her in her racing suit. Uh, he was hoping she wouldn't be in a racing suit. <laughs> I, I was just imagining what it would look like if she wasn't. Is that so bad? I am a red-blooded American male. A redneck man. That's what they love. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what. Baby, you want to get on my tractor and help me mow this front yard? You come on. I got a cold PBR sitting right here. Okay. Enough of that. This has been been silly season for us. A lot of stuff going on. Um, We don't really pay that close attention to NASCAR because we like the smaller stuff. Yes. Um, And this time of year, it's it's kind of a weird year. It's kind of a weird time of year. It is. It's especially with the recent, you know, hurricanes and that kind of thing, everything getting canceled and everything getting rescheduled, that kind of thing. So there wasn't a whole lot going on this weekend in terms of racing. Now, there wasn't an HRA race, which, by the way, awesome NHRA race this weekend. Who won? Uh, well, we actually had uh, an old behind the wheel team actually get their 100th win. C- congratulations go out to Coletta Motorsports. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Because I was so busy with the house stuff and being, you know, not power and stuff like that. I, oh, you didn't have power either. No, internet power, uh, nothing. Let me tell you, it's uh, like being in the dark ages. Oh, no. I couldn't text. I couldn't chat snap. It killed me. <laughs> My husband would have lost his mind. He actually already pulled the generator out of the shed ready to go. I was like, we are not going to need that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, my generator is about the same level as a Fisher-Price generator. So, <laughs> it, it, it could only power one outlet, which wouldn't even take care of my refrigerator. So, it's like, well, that's what I get for buying the cheapest one on the shelf. That's right. But, yeah, congratulations to J.R. Todd getting yet another win and moving into the funny, funny car point standing uh, lead. Good yes. job. Man. Yes. Yeah, so, good job. And, of course, congratulations go out to Coletta. If you haven't read the Behind the Wheel story on Coletta Motorsports, make sure you go back and do that as well. Now, I haven't really spent a lot of time uh, researching land speed other than, you know, what we already know. Mm-hmm. Um, what about it fascinates you so much? <sighs> I would say probably the, the speed records. Um, okay. I love to know that a vehicle can go as fast as it can. I if. Those who do not know a whole lot about me, I'm also an automotive buff, and I spend most of my time freelance writing about automotive outside of racing. Right. Um, See, and- this is a great thing. She is the knowledge cat. Oh, I don't know about all that. And I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm like a kid, and I'm like a kid in a candy store. Ellen has all the knowledge. I'm just not here. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is. You know what it is. I'm your arm candy. That's that's what it is. I'm the arm candy. <laughs> you could be like my Rob. You're the George Clooney. I'm the Amal. That's oh, I'm so not George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> so not even close to 
his status. I'm nowhere even in the ballpark. But the one thing that that is where I first ran into my all-time favorite car, the McLaren F1. Yes. Um, was when I saw that first do the the runs out there, and I think mm-hmm. it topped out at like three ten. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, it was an inline V12. And I was like, oh, man, I want one of those. I was younger. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, because this has been years ago. I was like, oh, man, I want to get me one of those. Start Googling, you know, start looking it up, and you see how much those things are. Mm-hmm. And even back then, it was like the early 2000s, like 800 grand. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to have one of those. It was a million point now. <laughs> yeah, even if it was eight grand, I'd have been out of luck. So. <laughs> Chris just wants to get his old Pinto, take it out to the salt flats. And see I, got that, I got that 1976 citation, <laughs> baby doo-doo green, sitting out there in the garage right now. That thing is jacked up, too. I'm going to put some monster truck tires on that thing. You just wait. I'm gonna be at the Coliseum crushing all types of stuff with that thing. We'll just make don't sure we do live video of that. Yeah, just don't hit it in the back because it's a citation. <laughs> you know what happens with those. That's right. So anyway, we're excited about having Sherry join us. Uh, we're gonna take a brief break and let the sponsors talk for a minute. But when you come back right here on Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com, Sherry Solis, yeah. speed racer, will be right here with us. Hang on. Attention racers. Race fans and gearheads, if you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that stokes your engine, then check out RacingJunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance classifieds, where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. Check us out at RacingJunk.com. Racing and performance classifieds built to go fast. Welcome back to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. I know... Ellen, you're really excited yes. because you love land speed. I'm I a do. huge fan from the whole McLaren thing we talked about earlier. But I'm excited because we have Sherry Solis joining us. Sherry, thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, Why can I not see you? Oh, I don't have a camera on this unit. Really? So. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah this, is, this is my production uh, computer, so unfortunately there's, there's no cam here. There's a reason you're just in radio then, right? Absolutely. If you could yeah, imagine. Yeah, that's a good thing that okay. he's just in radio. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you if Keanu Reeves yeah. and Sloth from Goonies had a baby, <laughs> it'd be me. That's, that's about right. Yeah, yeah and I looked right. like I ran a 100-yard dash in a 90-yard gym. That's what happened. Sure. Uh, that's right. really what happened. Poor Ellen has to sit here. She can't eat before or after we do any of these. Yeah. Because, bless her heart. It's just, I mean, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how I do it either, honestly. It's, it's <laughs> difficult. It's a challenge. It's okay. It's a challenge I'm willing to say. <laughs> and all the way from Oklahoma, Sherry, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty good today. Now, that makes me feel like yesterday might not have been a great day. <laughs> listen, um, listen, I got my first Social Security check today. Oh. Hey, that's so, what I'm talking about. Yay, so... When you get to be my age, it's just it's one day at a time. Seriously. And wait a minute, hang on, hang on, because I've have seen you. We're doing a Skype right now. There's no way you are old enough to get a Social Security check. Yeah, there really is. Don't 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 get the IRS or or SS on my ass about it. Don't have to get my birth certificate because yeah, I've been my my motorcycle that uh, you were talking about, my 1956 BMW. Irene and I were made the same year, and I, I have a feeling on the same day because the serial number on my engine, 618, which is my birthday. Oh, how about that? And uh, 850, which just turned out uh, to be my race number the first first time I took it out to Bonneville. 
kind oh, of. Oh, that is so cool. It that was, is a weird coincidence. It yeah. Was, it was a goosebump kind of cool that made me know that uh, I was doing the right thing with my dad's motorcycle. <laughs> I want to get to that. But tell me, Sherry, your passion for land speed racing, how did all of this get started? Man, just like everything else in my life, I stumbled onto it. Um, I actually first became familiar with it uh, watching Jody Perowitz when her and her daddy Dave built her first motorcycle. I think it was 2012 baby um and she went out there and that land speed record after record the first time she went out and i was absolutely fascinated with the appearance of the place and what was going on out there so in 2014 uh i talked my way into a sponsorship uh, and i volunteered to work just so i could get a feel for what was going on and absolutely fell in love with it was ready to go back in 2015 and do the same thing. Well, they canceled that. So in 2016, uh, that was the year I retired from my state job. It was the year that my bike and I turned 60, and I was freaking out about being 60, and I said, you know, i got to do something special with my dad's bike this year. One phone call, and everything just started snowballing, and we were ready to race. We went out there and broke the record on my first run. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. You broke the record on your dad's bike? Yeah. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah, it was pretty emotional. Yeah. That's a 960 BMW, right? No, that is a 1956 R60. Uh, 600cc, technically it's 594ccs, and I have to run it in a 650 class. I'm, I'm racing, um, you know, a larger class of motorcycle. Actually, there's... <laughs> One guy from Bellingham, Washington, who is my one and only competitor, and so we've been going back and forth for the last couple of years. <laughs> he has a 650 Kawasaki, and uh, oh, come on! I don't know if he's afraid to wind it out or if it's that's just all it's got. But he did uh, 101 this year, so I have a plan. I'm into it now. I've I've been bitten by salt fever. Um, I bet. I have a race plan to uh, do some modifications, go back out, and I'm going to take all his records next year. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I, I mean, but how special was it taking your dad's bike out there and doing that the first time and breaking a record? That was, it was more than special. Um, I rode on the back of that motorcycle when I was a kid, and uh, every chance that I got, you know, when dad, I'd hear him kick that motor over, I'd run and grab a helmet, see if I could go. So... My dad passed away in 2002, and, um, you know, it was one of those moments where I just had hoped that he, he could at least see me somehow. <laughs> it was weird. Right. Yeah, it's pretty darn special. Now, did your dad land speed race that bike before you, or did he just, you know, what did he do with that bike before you decided you are going to take a land speed race? My dad was a huge enthusiast, and over the years from the time that I was just out of diapers, I can remember riding motorcycles. That's what we. That's what we did. <laughs> I grew up with four brothers, and uh, I, I wish only wish I had half of the bikes he had over all those years. Uh, but that was his favorite. That was the last one he owned, and it was absolutely his favorite. And uh, you know, there's there's a long story behind that bike too. Well, tell us a little bit about the bike. Yeah, I was I mean, you say. told us it was your father's, but other than that, what's what's some of the story? Yeah, I'd love to hear it because I'm a fan of those. I'm a fan of the Indians. Yes. I love the old I'm an, schools. I'm a big Indian. 
I've never been, I've never had the pleasure of riding one of the old classic BMWs. So I'm just sitting here mouth open like, oh. (laughs) I have four motorcycles and when I get ready to go for a ride, that's the first one that I go to because it, uh, it starts so easy. It is, uh, smooth as butter. I mean, there's four gears on it. Uh, but it's got plenty of power. I get it out on the interstate. Um, I tootle around town with a solo seat on it, but. That motorcycle was was purchased in 1957 straight out of the factory by a guy named J.L. Ford. He's one of the owners of Shawnee Milling here in Oklahoma. He toured Germany on it and then shipped it home uh, and rode around, you know, around town for years. And I guess he he finally he sold it to a uh, motorcycle shop in town and bought himself an R90, a bigger motorcycle. My dad found the bike in the shop. In 1969, he bought it, but my dad was the kind of guy, he wanted to know the owner prior to him. So he looked him up. They became great friends. We used to go riding together all the time. And uh, that, that's the history of that motorcycle. And it was actually titled wrong. It was titled in 1957. So a few years after dad died, I had it restored. And the guy that restored it for me was uh, like, world known for restoring old BMWs. His name was Perry Bouchon out of Texas. Interestingly enough, Perry built the wheels for Raleigh Free's motorcycle. Raleigh Free was the famous guy in the photo who's laying prone on his motorcycle on soft flats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, Nice circle right there. I mean, that's that's actually really cool. I love a good story like that. I do. I mean, that's one of the questions we were going to ask you is the history of, you know, what made Irene, Irene so special. Did you name Irene or did your dad actually name yeah, Irene? Yeah, my dad used to call it. He'd say, good night, Irene. You know, I don't know why. I love it. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> I don't know if, if that was an old flame of his or what. My mom's name was Millie Joe. And, oh. Uh, so she didn't get mad about that? No, nah, hell no. no. I, I, I found some old love letters that he had written to her years, years gone by before they got married. And, uh, he was off on the wheat harvest and, and in his note he wrote, of all the gals, you're my favorite. And I was like, what the hell? Dad got around a little bit. Well, you know, Sherry, back in them days, <laughs> real man, hey, you never know what was going to happen if you got a bad wheat crop come in. So you had to make sure you stacked the deck in your favor. <laughs> Especially out there in Oklahoma, where it's nothing but overalls and no shirts. <laughs> she uh, she was his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> she was his favorite. <laughs> you know what? If that's not a great positioning statement to a woman or, or right. anybody, You're I don't know what is. Because wait a minute, what do you mean favorite? Yeah, exactly. How many do you what are all the others doing? Well, <laughs> I mean that was my thought. I was like, Mom, what were you thinking? You know, I said the reason. I was just like, I'd have been. I'd have checked out right then, but <laughs> see, but she probably said, "Well, I was his favorite." <laughs> I mean, out of how many? <laughs> it doesn't matter. She was a favorite. Oh, listen, she won the race, yeah, which listen. is where that wanting to win came from. That's she got it on both sides. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think my competitive nature came from growing up with four brothers. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. If I wanted to play, I had to, to do what everybody else was doing, you know, and. Uh, it was guy things. I just I was a little uh, different when it came to having girlfriends. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to act. It seemed kind of silly to me to sit in the house, and make 
accessorized doll <laughs> outside doing something else. Yeah, when you could be on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did your brothers ride too, or is it just you? That rode motorcycle. We, uh, all but the youngest one, I never saw him on a bike. But uh, the first one uh, wound up having an accident in high school, and then the second one, had a more severe accident, and the third one had accident after accident after accident. He was mm-hmm. he was an evil Knievel of the bunch. Oh but, yeah, there's always one. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't help it. Guys get on a bike and they just they do. I'm sorry. Is it not a natural thing for you men it to get is. on a bike and go? I want to see if I can pop, I can a, pop wheelie. a wheelie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, why do you think I act this way? Do you know how many times I've fallen off of one? <laughs> but he also saw what Sherry was going to be. Exactly. And probably was like, hey, I got to do something to make my mark. And yeah, the evil Knievel thing was big back then. So yeah, yeah. I mean. every, every kid in my era wanted to be evil Knievel, but oh yeah. When I uh, when I turned fourteen, I couldn't wait to go get my license to ride motorcycle. And I'd been riding a, a Yamaha Twinjet 100 up and down the alley daily. You know, nice. I, Waiting till I could get on the road. My dad sold it. He said, uh, "He said, baby doll, I'm not going to scrape you up off the payment. I don't want you to have your motorcycle license." So that was it. That was the only time I was treated different than the boys. You know. Oh, I bet you hated that. Yeah, I was pretty. Uh, I was pretty sad about it. <laughs> Is that why my dad wouldn't let me have that 1985 purple Camaro? No. <laughs> no, no, that's no, that's a whole nother conversation, baby girl. I'm so sorry. We'll talk about that later. I'll, I'll explain that one to you. I got to tell you though, about about a year before Dad passed away, I had hit him up about that old Beamer. I said, "What you what you do with that bike? I haven't seen it in a long time." Oh, it's down in uh, your brother's barn. He says it doesn't run anymore, and I said, "Well, I'd like to buy it." He's, "What do you want with that old thing?" I was like, "It's a cool motorcycle." By this time, I had already bought a couple of motorcycles for myself. And, right. Um, I was just like, I'd really like to have it. It's a cool bike. He's like, well, let me ask your, your oldest brother if he wants it first. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> so, know, what does he got to do with anything? He first. can't ride it. Well, lightweight. <laughs> I mean, I hung the phone up and immediately called my oldest brother. And I said, you're going to get a phone call. And you just tell him no. <laughs> <laughs> I will hurt you. <laughs> I don't want that old piece of junk. And I was like, yay. <laughs> well, but but I mean, you know, Sherry, what what was the passion with motorcycles? Why them as opposed to cars or boats or planes? Or you know, I I guess you guys ride. I'm guessing. Uh, I actually don't ride. I've ridden three motorcycles my entire life, and they all belong to somebody else, and I was on the back. So I had to I give up mine. I had a beautiful 19, uh, well, excuse me, I had a beautiful 50th anniversary edition Road King, Harley oh, Davidson. Yeah. And uh, one, one of my Harley. ex-wives made me sell it. Um, <laughs> one of us has a lot of ex-wives. Yeah, he's a few of them. I, I like to call myself a connoisseur of wives. Um, <laughs> you know, some people have bikes that they collect. They I like to collect <laughs> empty bank accounts. You like to collect, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favor in the future? Just buy her a house and a car and just forget about marrying yeah. her. Yeah. You know, that's how you do it. I need to learn uh, how to shake he's hands. He's engaged right now. So he's yeah, and I'm engaged again, Sherry. I need to learn how to shake hands when I get home and not propose. That's right. I have this problem about kneeling. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know from writing, um, as a kid, 
you when you after you learn to walk, then you want to ride things. You ride a tricycle. Oh, yeah. You ride a bicycle. If you're lucky like me, we had go karts. Oh had yeah. Skis. We had a dune buggy. We had a boat. We water skied. Wow. I mean, whole nine yards. But <laughs> yeah. that kept us busy and that kept us out of trouble. So um, just riding is it's um, it, it's it's just a free sensation. Yep. Um, and I I stayed away from motorcycles the whole time I was raising my kids. I have, I have a son and a daughter, and uh, I guess I started dating a guy who had a bike, and I got the fever all over again. I wound up by myself. Harley, and in another year and a half, I bought another one, and <laughs> from then on, I mean, I started riding across country by myself. Uh, I'm not a bar hopper. I won't do the, that thing with the community. They, they're like, let's go riding. Um, like, where are you going? Well, we're going to do a ship bar run. I was like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yep, yeah, I'll pass. I'd rather do 4,200 miles by myself than... Right. Put myself in that kind of uh, harm's way. Have you ever come out here to the East Coast and driven the Blue Ridge Parkway? I have not. You need, as, to. You need to do that. That I is the best thing on the planet with a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far That's east as good. I've gone is like um, um, Holly's Island. Okay. South Carolina. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that yeah, that yeah, yeah that actually was Island affected. was just hit by a hurricane last weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, we had a nasty one come through. Yeah, we had a Category Two come through, and Folly's Island was one of the first places hit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I didn't realize that, but yeah, yeah. riding a motorcycle is just um, it's just a part of uh, my free spirit. You know? Well, and. And, and it must be working for you because, and we touched on this at the beginning, but two years ago. You and Irene did something pretty special out there at the Salt Flats. Tell me a little bit about that. About the experience itself. All of in getting getting the bike ready to go. I had a really good friend here who also knew my friend Perry, and they both were working together. Perry was excited because he had a few records out there himself, and um, he even told me some little tricks that I could do, <laughs> like take my battery out, take my center stand off, you know. Do this, do that to make to make it lighter. Make it lighter. Okay. It'll actually run without the battery. It it, it has magneto starter. You know. Well, I didn't do all, but I had to. I had people behind me that were helping me, and when I got out there, um, I met um, (laughs) I met this crazy guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of Bill Motherfucking Woods. Oh, I have. Bill is part of Sodium Distortion Team, and he took my bike and trailer right into his pit and said, I'm going to make sure you can pass tech and do this and do that. And I had met him in 2014, and um, he told me I was his salt crush, and I kept telling him to leave me alone, you know. I didn't. <laughs> now, Sherry, we salt just talked crush. about what it's like to be the favorite top of the list, <laughs> and here you are disrespecting that memory. The Bonneville Queen. The Bonneville Queen herself. Yeah, well, yeah. We, Bill and I have been together now for two years. <laughs> After he took care of the bike, awesome. in 2016, I was like, wow, here's a man who actually wants to do something for me. <laughs> it was pretty nice. So, 
How dare he ruin it for the rest of us? <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> Let me tell you what. I, I want to go on record now saying she's my favorite so far. Yeah. All the oh, years we've been that, doing this. Everybody else is going to be disappointed. Well, no, no I'm, I'm just, look. You're going to hurt Sarah's feelings. You know, you're my favorite gal. There we go. How about that? Is that wait a minute. Is that how he phrased it? How did he phrase it? No, he said something about being the salt Of point. all the gals. Of all the gals, you're my favorite. Of all the gals, Sherry, you're my favorite. All right. <laughs> you look at the you know, something else real quick, Dad, you used to tell my mom. He'd, say, he'd be doing something. He'd say, well, good enough for the girl I go with. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a ringing endorsement. Um we here it. behind the wheel do not condone using that term when, especially as a male speaking to a female, because castration is still a thing here in the United States. Wow. He loved her to death. He just loved to dig at her, and she'd grin when he'd say it, so I knew it was okay. But. Well, we talked about the nickname Favorite Girl. What about your nickname Fuzzy? How did you end up with that? I want to hear that. Yes. I'll tell you what, it's a long story, and it's hey. not it's not even a good one. Give us the cliff Look. notes, please. Well, Come you know, on, I just, know this. just like this podcast, they're yeah. long and they're not good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ellen and I just cracked beers. We're waiting for the sponsorship to come through. <laughs> else we would mention them. Oh. But, yeah, tell us that one. How would you get fuzzy? Well, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. When I was working, uh, doing my uh, motor carrier safety work, I had um, I'd gone to school with, Four, five other officers, uh, men who worked out in the field. And when we finished our training, I was the only one that successfully completed both parts of my DOT training. The, the guys all failed. And my boss was pissed. So I became the expert. He promoted me to manage the uh, department. And uh, needless to say, I, I wasn't real well respected. <laughs> by my peers. But um, we had a discrepancy in uh, one of the brake violations one day, and so our field major contacted me and told me that 50% of the guys went one way with it, 50% went the other way with it. What was my take? And I told him, he said, well, now we got a problem with you and I differ. So I went to the top of the food chain at DOT to get a ruling on it, and they came back in my favor. And the guy who gave me the ruling, his nickname was Buzzy, B-U-Z-Z-Y. Buzzy. Hey, that should be your nickname, Chris. So it should I, be. I'm going to start calling you Buzzy. <laughs> <laughs> I called the major to tell him, and he was laughing about this guy's name. He's just a little southeastern country boy anyway, and he was just giggling about this guy's name, Buzzy. You know, I was like, yeah, well, he's at the top of the food chain, and he ruled in my favor. He says, well, then, I guess we're going to have what Buzzy and Fuzzy say then, and I said, that's right. So it's stuck. He started calling me Fuzzy. He, never, he To this day, he still calls me Fuzzy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go with it. Go with it. Run with I it. I love it. Run with that's it. That's hilarious. It, that's going to be our next. As, as, as soon as you said <laughs> Southeast, the, I, Ellen's eyes just lit up, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be Buzzy from here on out. That's it. Yeah. That is his nickname, guys. <laughs> yeah, he lives down there in the land of Bigfoot, for sure. Oh, God. You live that's, with a, hey, I live with everywhere. a Bigfoot. <gasps> no, you live with a Bigfoot. That's what I said. I yeah. live with a Bigfoot. Yeah. I do. Uh, a lot of people think my husband looks like Bigfoot. So there you go. <laughs> have, you ever seen, have you ever seen McGilla Gorilla? 
Imagine if you just took a beard trimmer to a couple of places. That's Ellen's husband. Oh, my God. That's what I call my oldest granddaughter. I call her Bigfoot. <laughs> this family. I love this This family, family is brutal. I don't think they're funny. I love it. My, my, Why did I grow up with a family like this? My dad called all of his grandchildren clodhoppers. They were all clodhoppers. And so... All my grandkids are going to have nicknames, you know. And so mm-hmm. Sadie is Bigfoot. Uh, the middle granddaughter, Tenley, is Wild Thing. And my grandson, Butters, who will be three <laughs> next next month. His name is Will, but I call him Butters. Um, Wait a minute. <clears throat> Hang on. It's just a personality thing. I don't know. It's just whatever, you know, something that uh, about them that makes it fit for me. Does that, does that, is that from the South Park show? No. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's no, not like no, butter. No, okay. No, All right. no, no, Cause I had a whole nother angle. We were going to go with that one. That's cruel. Don't do that. No, that's not cruel. I love butters. It's a sweet, sweetheart of a kid. Yes, but there's something wrong with him. Wow. So you're saying that Sherry's, no, I said that Butters on the show is. No, Sherry's grandkid is probably awesome. I'm just, look, you can't run. Sherry will catch you. <laughs> she set a record. I know. I'm Sherry, <laughs> what was that like in 2016 mm-hmm. when you set that record? What was the first thing that went through your head? Um, The first thing that went through my head was that I was like, are you shitting me? Because I, I, I pulled off the course and... My very first run, let me just back up and just tell you, the very, very first time I ran, I was nervous, and somehow when I started my bike and started riding, all the nerves just disappeared because, you know, you're, you're in your form, you know, you're out of your state on your bike. And I thought, I'm just going to test this off. I don't know what this is like. I'm going to slick, you know. Uh, so I didn't really push the bike, and I came off the stopped and asked one of the workers, you know, what the time was. And he's just like, you need to go to Impound. And I said, what? Because I thought Impound was a bad thing. Right. <laughs> he says, you broke the record. And I was like, shit. And he goes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you had an 89.96 or something like that. And I was just like, I was actually disappointed because I thought, I didn't think I'd gone that fast. But anyway, so I went to Impound. They checked me in and told me I could take my return run, you know, but I qualified to back it up. Um, And so Bill motherfucking Woods came over and he talked to me about it. (laughs) And he said, he said, now, I want you just to do exactly the same thing, you know, because you got the record. So just take it easy and just do what you just did. And I was just like, I was sitting there and I was just looking off, gazing off at the salt. He goes, you're going to open it up, aren't you? And I said, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, you are. You're you have to. Yeah, you have to. You have to. I mean, what's, what's going to happen? Are they going to pull you over? I mean, come on. Yeah, one of the cops. I'm that's, that's, that's what I asked him. I said, well, what could happen? He says, well, first of all, you could blow your engine. He said, this, this motor hasn't been tested. And I was just like, yeah. all right. So I took off and I, I stretched every gear out and, I came off at the end of the course. Actually, I thought, I know that I was over 100 miles an hour in my mile. Right. But they time you from beginning to end and average your speed. So my average speed in that run was 
Hey, Sherry, could you say that again? You, you kind of broke up on us a little bit. I said that uh, 96 is not bad for a 60-year-old motorcycle that has not had any engine modifications. You know, I run right. it in, yes. a, in a production class. So, yeah. And this is what, when you said that, Ellen looked at me, and I thought about what motherfucker said to you. <laughs> I'm dying laughing because if I remember right, he was on the Kawasaki. Is that right? Uh, the other guy, my competitor, yeah, oh. he, was, he was on he was, a yeah. 650 Kawasaki. And that yeah. year, that was the year that I beat him. Um, right. So I was waiting to see if he was going to come back out. See, after you after you make your backup run, then you go and you get your engine marked. So right. that ensures that you don't crack your engine over. She was you on a 50s, 50s BMW. I know. It wasn't. 56. Nothing was. Yeah, fifty six. Nothing was built. Nothing better. modified on it, which is crazy because you yeah. don't hear that very often. But it's nothing. I mean, come on. I would take that over a rice burner any day. A rice burner. Mm -hmm. I love how you call it a rice burner. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that, well, that's that's what I see. Those crash rockets. That's the first yeah. thing I think. I want something that's been built right. Yeah. That's, that knows what it's doing, but between my legs, instead of these little came off a little assembly line, nine thousand of them were made. Yeah, and Ben Ben Diesel from Too Bad, Too Furious, or whatever is, is out there racing. No, no. I I got to give the guy. I, I got to tell you, the guy is known as Captain America. Oh. Uh, because his name is Steve Rogers. He's an older gentleman. He and his wife go out there together, and they are absolutely lovely people. They are, and he's got a really cool. Old Kawasaki. It's a W2. It's a 1968 W2 Kawasaki, which is kind of rare. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, he he spends a lot of time and money on that thing. You know, I got to give him props. Uh, but I waited and if he was going to run again, and he packed up and went home. So I was like, it's good enough for me. She made, she made him pack up and go home. Look, take a little <laughs> Kawasaki. And pack it up and go home. He's, Take it out so I can go home. He's a competitor. You know, competition is, is healthy. And uh, I, I'm glad to see him still coming back. But I got something special for him next year. <laughs> well, speaking of next year, before we get to next year, I saw you set some pretty significant records this year. I saw some of the times for this year. And your speed's increased this year. How well, did that happen? I, uh, I bought a different motorcycle. I, uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was a Honda. Yeah, it's a 1974 Honda CB550. That's not a whole lot newer. Oh. I mean, oh. It's <laughs> dare you, madam. It's, uh, it's smaller than the uh, BMW. In, right. In, it's Honda. But um, it's badass, too. I mean, I don't know if you saw the pictures, but it looks yeah. like oh, yeah. something out of Mad Max. Um, I did see it. One of Bill's uh, friends that is a was in the Cretans Motorcycle Club in Seattle, had it for sale. So I went up there and bought it and uh, did some uh, modifications to it before we took it out. Of course, Bill lived in Washington State and I live here, so I have to do a lot of the stuff myself. And uh, I had a friend here 
at home that I lovingly call Crazy Eddie, and he helped me put a big pocket on five chain. Uh, I learned a whole lot about my carburetors. All right. I regretted them four times before I went out there. <laughs> and um, even after I got out there between, I, I guess, a couple of races, I, I changed the jet to leaner and tried that. Then I went up, but richer, you know, a couple of sizes of main jets. But uh, now my motorcycle is solid as rock. And top speed I got on it was 117 miles an hour. It's really hoping for. But from fourth to fifth gear, it just seemed like I didn't have any. But I did. I set um, two open records. Uh, the first class I ran in, I broke the current record by like seven miles. Oh, Sherry, you faded out on us again. Can you say that again? So, yeah, the first class that I ran in, um, I beat that record by like 47 miles an hour. Oh, it was pretty wow. That but that doesn't sound like much, but honestly, when you're racing on salt and you're racing a 70, what did you say, it was a 1974, is that correct? Yeah. You're racing a 74. I mean, some of the others in your class that you were racing against, what years are their bikes? Because I don't know what, else, what everybody else is racing other than the model. I don't know what the year was, uh, the year motorcycle was that held that current record. Um, that's not listed. But there was a guy out there this year on a 19, uh, let's see, a 1981 BSA. Okay. 650, who was my competitor wow. in the last class that I ran in. And, uh, his name was Bones, and he was a super. I love these names. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I want, I want a nickname. Somebody needs to give me a nickname. This is, I like, a, this is like a Starsky and Hutch episode. <laughs> it really is. I love it. <laughs> Everybody has a nickname except for me, and I don't want my own nickname. Yeah, so Bones was a really cool guy. I enjoyed visiting with him and stuff. And uh, one of my friends out there told me, he goes, he goes, I'm scared of, I'm scared of Sherry. (laughs) So the best he did was like 97 and some change. And, um, I love when men are scared of us. Do we not love that as ladies? I mean, honestly, if we're really what. honest with ourselves, are we not excited when guys are scared of us? That's not really a man. <laughs> no. Oh well, it was, right. it was his first experience on the salt, too. So, you know, he had a lot to learn, and he told me he had a blast doing it, and he's got a plan to come back in two years. He said, so your records are secure for now. And I said, that's awesome, because... <laughs> I'm probably not going to take that bike back out there. It was painfully nasty. Stank off. You have to take the whole carb rack off, and oh, the head comes. Oh yeah, it was a. We were we were the last ones on the salt at the end of the day. Everybody was gone. Oh wow. Yeah, because you have to tear your motor down to have them uh, do the engine displacement measurement. Mm-hmm. And that is not a simple machine to break down. Plus, I took set head head gasket, you know, seals and everything I needed to reaction to rebuild. Now when I set my beamer out there, I can crack one head off the side of it, pull it off. <laughs> I mean it takes about ten minutes, ten, fifteen minutes to put it back together. Different wow. engineering. Yeah. Different Do you work on your own motorcycles? Do you work on your, your motorcycles? Because some people do, some don't. 
I I've did. always been curious. I love I, that. And I I started doing that. Um, actually, it was Bill that has pushed me beyond my uh, comfort zone when it comes to working on things. Um, he's really he's made me a wrench, actually. And, oh. Uh, some of my friends. That's her other nickname. Buzzy so, got her own wrench. <laughs> I do. I have lots of wrenches. That's what he bought me for Christmas. He bought me like a whole bunch of tools. That motherfucker that bought is... you a wrench. <laughs> no, my friend Crazy Eddie, he, he teaches me a lot too. So I love, I love learning how to work on my bikes because, I mean, that way you know what's been done to it. You know for sure what's been done to it if, if your hands are on it. So Exactly. I love it. I love yeah, it. You know what? I mean, Sherry, you have had such a successful career doing all of this, coming from business to this, to another business. I, I got to hear the story about how you became the head of Stripper Juice. Oh, yeah. Chris has been dying to and, ask you this. And, and what it is, because I ain't going to lie, when I first saw it, I had, when I saw the picture, I had something a little different in my head. Did you? I, just a little bit. I saw you all lean back in your tank top and your bandana on the bike. And I was like, oh, hey, girl, what, what type of stripper juice you you slinging? Uh, and then I read about it, and I was like, okay. Yeah. He's a little bit disappointed. Just, just a little. Yeah. Well, I did not create the product. I didn't even name it. Um, like, I love the name. It's hilarious. Love the yeah. name. <laughs> you know, it's not for everybody. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that. It's not for everybody. But the guy who came up with it was a um, southern gentleman from Georgia. His name uh, is Eric Ward, but people call him Otis. <laughs> because, oh, yes, <laughs> because why not? I mean, why not? But everybody on this show has a nickname for me. I got it. I'll give you a nickname, babe. I'll give you a nickname. Oh God! I got it. <laughs> be. But just like everything else, it was something I stumbled onto. I was still working for the state um, at the time and was already thinking, you know, what am I going to do when I retire? Because I'm not going to quit working. So um, I was out the Laughlin River Run. I rode my fat boy out there. Oh, nice. In 2009, I believe, yeah, it was 2009. And I stumbled onto that stuff. It was, of course, in completely different packaging at the time. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't care what it is, but I want a can of it because I just thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. yes. How <laughs> would you want to clean my stuff? I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I maxed out the credit card before we started. <laughs> Order, just ordering some. I was like, why not? <laughs> You're like, oh, this is for my I saw Otis, Fuzzy, and Stripper Juice, and I'm like, I need to be right. in this family. <laughs> you need to be in the circle. But I, I, got, home. I got home, and one thing I, I is so important, cleaning is actually part of your maintenance for your motor. Yes. And I hate cleaning my bikes because yes. you soap and water then you gotta dry it all off and then you use different products for different parts of the motorcycle and then all the grease doesn't come all off so then you got to do other stuff and you know you're into it for three hours at least um i got home with that stuff and tried it and i was like holy shit 
what is this? And I started, you know, I started taking it serious. And uh, what what was a three-hour job turned into a 20-minute job for me on my fat boy. I never used nice. to put on it again. So I, I had kept a card from the uh, jackass that I bought this from. And <laughs> I, started, I ordered some more. And then he hit me up about selling it. So I started selling. I thought, well, why not? You know, um, I can make a little extra money and I can get it cheap for me and my buddies. And one thing led to another. I met another guy who knew Otis. He put me in touch with Otis. I started distributing. And a year later, Otis hits me up and said, hey, I'm thinking about selling out. And you're my biggest distributor. I think you'd be a good fit. I don't know. <laughs> yes. and I said, listen, I'm planning a trip out that way. I'll just come by and see you. And I had. I'd already had a trip planned. Um, I rode out to Georgia, and I met Otis. I saw his operation, what he had. And I said, you know, I'll get back with you in, I don't know, a couple of weeks. So I rode on to South Carolina, and then I rode down to Daytona. Then I rode down to Key West, and then... I rode back home a different route, went through Texas. Uh, this whole time I'm on the road, I'm figuring out how I could do this and keep working for the state of Oklahoma and how I'm going to come up with the money. I mean, everything just, I don't know, maybe I was just having an Oprah moment on the road. <laughs> yeah. But I found all these trips. Yeah. Yeah, I got home and I told him, I said, okay, let's do it. Let's do this. So... It took me a couple of years to uh, find a plant that could produce it and do everything I needed in one place. We had to make a couple of adjustments to the plant, which actually improved on it. Uh, we improved packaging. Wow. An aluminum can to a seamless steel can. And <clears throat> I'm proud to say my hazmat background came in handy because <laughs> uh, Otis's can was not uh, DOT compliant. I mean, would you really trust somebody named Otis to make a DOT complaint? <laughs> I trust Fuzzy. I would not trust Otis. I'm just saying, Otis's can. Anyway, not I mean, proficient, not prudent. I mean, Fuzzy's was, can, perfect. It was a great. I mean, you know, for him to come up with that blend originally was just, in my mind. <laughs> was really something pretty pretty damn awesome. And the way he came up with it, um, he and his wife were out one night, and he took his younger brother-in-law out to a strip club, very first time taking him to a strip club. <clears throat> and so, Why are you hitting me? Why so, are you hitting me? <laughs> you say that, Ellen like looks and hits over at me like I spend all my free time at the strip club with my brother-in-law concocting ideas of juice based around cleaning and strip joints, which I'm sorry, the two do not belong together. Well, no, we're not finished. So oh, you know that, though. So they had it. So Otis's wife winds up buying him a lap dance, and this stripper comes flipping, doing flips, and lands up, you know, on his lap and everything. Well, they get home. He he was a he was a drinker. He liked to drink. He liked to party back in the day, and um, they get home and. He starts trying to get frisky with his wife, and she says, you, you ain't touching me till you go wash all that stripper juice off of you. And, <clears throat> so, 
A star was born. He gets up the next day and, you know, he's out cleaning his motorcycle and he's like, you know, somebody needs to make a cleaner that really works and whatever. And then he's just like, stripper juice. He goes, that's what I'll call it. And I mean, seriously, swear to God, that's how he came up with it. I love that story. That's my favorite story ever. I'm just going to say it. That's my favorite story ever. This story has usurped a Christmas story. <laughs> You'd have to meet the guy. Though. He's really a super. He's an insurance salesman for of God. Of course he of is. Of course <laughs> he is. Why wouldn't he be? Hey, guys, let me show you some work comps, some employee benefits. And some stripper juice. That's right. Uh, but it cleans. <laughs> I swear. Yes. Please help me some, sir. Uh, and your snake oil cart. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he's a super, super nice guy, though. We stayed in touch. But I'm actually, you know, people get a kick out of stripper juice. I had a great time marketing it when I got started. <laughs> I had some of the you think? <laughs> finest shirts and, you know. Without being too sleazy, you've got to understand that. But at this point in time, I think I'm ready to rebrand it because because I would really like, I mean, it's an awesome product. I don't know if you guys have used it, but it's really the best thing out there. What sets my product apart from a lot of my competitors is that they all use silicone in their shine agent. It, silicone's greasy and it creates a dust magnet on metal. And um, my stuff contains no silicone. <clears throat> okay, Sherry, I'm going to stop you right there. No, you're not. <laughs> because the fact that you mentioned silicone, you know where I'm going with this. No, don't, don't. What is the number one thing <clears throat> that is on the stage at most strip clubs it is probably silicone. Why do you know this? So I'm just okay. So if you want to rebrand it, marketing genius, right? <laughs> of course. Let's go with adult entertainer excrement. So we don't do stripper juice anymore. You want to take it a different angle, keep it high class. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we can't call it that. <laughs> well, it's better than. I mean, <clears throat> okay. and, then if, and, and look. No silicon. Maybe all natural stripper juice. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the same. Say, uh, stripper juice will never be on the shelves of, say, Pep Boys. No, Chick-fil-A. I don't think- oh, okay. I was going Chick Fil A, but only because of their recent history. <laughs> I feel like this is something that should be opened to the entire automotive and you know market. Yeah, motorcycle market is so small, and I use stripper juice on the outside of my car, the inside of my car. Use it on my trailer. Use it on my bikes. I use it inside the house. On I have friends who use it on their kitchen appliances. It's safe. It's it's an environmentally clean cleaning product. Right. Well, I mean. Definitely could be called just about anything. But, I mean, brand is something that 
you know, I could see where the guy was coming from because he's trying to get a lot of male attention. If you're going to get male attention, it's going to be the way to go. Well, I mean, not only that, it's it's going to be a catchy name. It's going to be something people yeah. are going to remember. And, and if you all that are listening have an idea, a new idea for the branding, a new idea for the name, hey, make sure you comment. There could, it could be called anything. Yeah, it could, and I mean, speaking look of, at Simple Green. I yeah, mean, you know, it could be called anything. And speaking of, Sherry, how do people find you or follow you and, you know, how do we keep up with everything that you're doing? Because this is just an amazing story. Yes. Oh man. Well, I'm on Facebook. I'm I. I'm ashamed to tell you, I'm learning how to use Instagram. Wait a minute. You, you dropped the microphone. You learned how to use what? <laughs> I'm I'm learning how to use Insta Instagram. I love the Instagrams. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my Facebook page. Um, my personal page is linked to my stripper. I've got two stripper juice pages. You know, as far as rebranding, when I do that, there there will be an association between the two products because yeah. so, so many people already know how great stripper juice is. Yeah. And uh, I I think I probably sell more in Canada than I do in the U.S. Well, their healthcare is better. Yeah. <laughs> So it makes sense. And, you know, and maybe instead of, you know, maybe it's instead of like a new and improved, maybe it's just a, you know, stripper juice. Now, Canadian stripper juice. Look, we all think Canada's better. Why not run with the association? Just say. Hey, that could work. You just never know. So, so Sherry, what is your Instagram? Uh, I think it's Sherry Solis. Honestly, okay. I think. Oh, and here's an idea for branding. Why not high-speed juice? What's wrong with that? I mean, everything's high-speed. Everything is done quickly. Why not high-speed juice? What about biker juice? You know what? Yeah, but you get used on everything. Oh, yeah, true. We're over here brainstorming. What about everything sorry. juice? What about all my juice? <laughs> high-speed juice might not be a bad idea. Thank you for that. I, I, like, I like all my juice better. I mean... I can hear it now. <clears throat> For every application, it's all my juice. I mean, that just has a ring to it, Sherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no matter where it goes. I'll it's take that uh, all under advisement. Send that by the board of directors. Let me know what they say. My fee is nominal. <laughs> I'm we sorry, have, we can't help him. He's a little bit crazy. We, we, after this time of night, I can't promise what he'll say. We have been speaking with Sherry Salise. Sherry, this has been an absolutely fantastic time. We want to say thank you so much for spending the time with us here at BehindTheWheelRacingJunk.com. Yes. And we are so excited about everything you've done, everything you have going on. And what's the next big thing? What can we be looking for for Sherry Salise coming up? I don't know. It just depends on what I stumble onto, I guess. I love it. I love it. She's a free spirit. She stumbled it. on stripper juice. The road is endless. <laughs> the road goes on forever, and the party That's never right. ends. That is right. That is right. Amen to that. I want to be her when I grow up. Well, yes. you know, I think they wrote that song for me because I actually was a waitress. When I was 14 years old, I started paying in my Social Security. Sherry was a waitress. That's awesome. <laughs> that was a song, wasn't that? That was a song. song. Wait a minute, is this Alice's Restaurant all over again? That's right. 
That's right. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you guys contacting me. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, Sherry, this, this has been great. We, you we are amazing. You are my idol. I look up to her. Yeah, we can't wait to follow up with you to see how things go. Yes. Uh, please stay in touch. And once again, uh, look for Sherpa Juice on Facebook. Look for Sherry Solis on Instagram. And I'm pretty sure she'll be coming to a Twitter and a Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> And everywhere else. And, and every, everywhere. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. <laughs> so, Sherry, thank you so much for spending time with us here. We look forward to hearing more about you in the future. All right. Thank you. You guys have a good evening. You, you too. too. Take you. care. All right. Bye-bye. I can't. I'm all fucking stuff laughing. I mean, I don't blame you. My head is, like, pounding. I was laughing so That was probably, out of all the shows that we've done, here <laughs> at Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. <laughs> You're such a good person. That was probably <laughs> one of the best that we've had. <laughs> Shame missed out on that one. He did. He did. <laughs> I want to thank Sherry Solis. I know. We said it wrong. I said it wrong like 900 times, but that's okay. That's okay. We're going to get... Somebody's going to comment on that. Well, I mean, people comment on everything, and that's okay. <laughs> we welcome your we comments. Can't say, we can't say names, right? We're in the South. We yeah. don't say names right. We we welcome your comments. Yes, uh, we do. We, Thank you so much. I mean, you know, we don't feed the trolls, but we absolutely welcome. <laughs> we don't feed the trolls. Yeah, we don't feed the trolls. We are trolls. If you <laughs> could only much. if you could only see what I've said to people in the past. <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, what a story. Yeah, she really did have an incredible story. And I mean, the fact that she went out there at her age and beat some of the land speed records that you don't see often beat by even younger ages. She was 60 when she, she broke the record. She beat somebody named motherfucker. I'm sorry. I mean. my language, but she beat somebody named motherfucker. I'm sorry. If I did that, I'm done. I beat my bucket list. Speaking of. <laughs> you talked about how you don't have a nickname. Oh, Chris is going to give me a nickname. Y'all please pray this is not bad. So. I'm scared. So, you know, I love you. Oh, God. And. You're right. We had a Fuzzy. <laughs> we had an Otis. We had a motherfucker. We got a Tater. We do. We, we got everything under the sun. <clears throat> but Sweet sweet Ellen does not have a nickname. I did grow it up, but I don't want the same one. So if you said the same one, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now that your nickname, because it has now been refreshed, it can be used again. Your nickname will be Lily. What is that? Lily. Little E. Little E. No, 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 no. Lily, Lily, come on. We in the South. L I L and then E (laughs) with the umlaut over top of it. So technically, I guess it would be like, but you are now going to be Lily. Lily. You like that? You like Lily? Because I mean, I like stripper juice better. (laughs) I mean, if it weren't copywritten, we'd give you stripper juice. (laughs) I know, right? How about how about Lily stripper juice? No. Or how about Lil stripper juice? Or just <gasps> oh, I like that. Because <laughs> I am going to go and buy every bit of stripper juice that I can find <laughs> after talking to Sherry. But then he doesn't know what he's going to do with it because he doesn't even know. Oh, I got some ideas. Uh-uh. I got. But she fr- did say you can clean anything with it. Yeah, I got furniture. <laughs> I got cars. How'd you get that so clean? And, and I got that 74 citation. That's true. Sitting in the garage. You should put it in the gas tank and see if it makes it go. God, anything will make that thing go. Are you kidding me? Those things were built to go wherever they wanted to. You just don't hit them in the back because they'll explode. They suck. <laughs> that course. is the worst car 
That That's is, what I thought. Why not try to see if it would make it go? You remember the Dodge Darts? Of course. Or the Datsuns? My dad owned a Datsun. I had a Datsun. <laughs> it was a piece of crap, but I loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. We are so proud of everything that Sherry Solis is doing. Yes. We had so much fun talking to I her. I want to be her when I grow up. I, I want to be part of that family. Oh, me too. Definitely. I mean. Why didn't I grow up with that family? That's amazing. That was just that was just cool. And, and and by the way, we apologize that this episode was R rated. And I laughed <clears> way too much. I apologize. We all did. You just <laughs> I just turned and covered my face while she talked. But um but no, we want to thank Sherry Solis for joining us. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing her career. We're also looking forward to all the future episodes of what's gonna happen here on Behind the Wheel, mm-hmm. racingjunk.com. Ellen does such a good job of picking the talent and picking the people that we interview. So, if you have somebody that you want us to talk to, if you have a topic you want us to cover, if you have a comment. If, if you have somebody with a cool nickname. If you got a cool <laughs> nickname. She doesn't like Lil E. I'm thinking Lil E is good for her. Either that or Boopsy. I don't like Boopsy. I'm, I'm thinking Boopsy now because she doesn't like it. <laughs> or, or Gronk Oopsy. Gronk Oopsy. Because she's a huge Patriots fan, which, bless her heart, she can't help it. So... You can get us at racingjunk.com. Just leave a comment. Also, thank you for everybody who's been downloading the podcast. We appreciate your support. We hope you like the show. We're always welcome to your comments and your criticisms. Uh, We love what we do. We love the people that listen to us. So we're here for you. Uh, And as always, you can catch us on the next episode of Behind the Wheel right here on racingjunk.com. For Ellen Richardson, I'm Chris Young. Uh, For Lil E. Lil E. I'm Tater. (laughs) <laughs> slanging all the stripper juice we can pour over top of That's you. That's right, baby. Stay safe, keep it between the lines, and, and Lord, don't drink and drive. <laughs>